Welcome to the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Please enjoy the rest of our show. Welcome to the Leadership Podcast. Again, so glad you're here, and I hope you're sharing this with friends. I hope you're rating and reviewing it because all of that is such a huge, huge help. So thank you, and thanks for being a part. Today, I want to talk about a topic that Stephen M. R. Covey says is the one thing that changes everything. Today, I want to talk about the topic of trust. How do we build trust with our teams? That's the subject we're going to dive into today. And as we do, I want to read you a a segment from Stephen M. R. Covey's book, The Speed of Trust. If you haven't checked this book out, I want to encourage you to do that because it is a fantastic book on the power of trust. And so I want to read this to you to kind of kick it off for us. He says, there's one thing that is common to every individual relationship team, family, organization, nation, economy, and civilization throughout the world. One thing which, if removed, will destroy the most powerful government, the most successful business, the most thriving economy, the most influential leadership, the greatest friendship, the strongest character, and the deepest love. On the other hand, if developed and leveraged, That one thing has the potential to create unparalleled success and prosperity in every dimension of life. Yet it is the least understood, most neglected, and most underestimated possibility of our time. That one thing is trust. Trust impacts us 24-7, 365 days a year. It undergirds and affects the quality of every relationship, every communication, every work project, every business venture, every effort in which we are engaged. It changes the quality of every present moment and alters the trajectory and outcome of every future moment of our lives, both personally and professionally. Contrary to what most people believe, trust is not some soft, elusive quality that you either have or you don't. Rather, trust is a pragmatic, tangible, actionable asset that you can create much faster than you probably think possible. That's what Stephen M. R. Covey has to say about trust. And I suspect you're probably nodding along with some of that. See, trust is a critical commodity for all of our relationships, right? Every relationship that we have is impacted by trust. But my experience is that it's one we often overlook when we're talking about our working relationships. You know, sometimes we're so busy focused on what we're trying to accomplish together that this is one of those things I think we can kind of sideline and not give the level of priority that it needs. And so today I want to give you five tips for building trust with your team. I think this is so critical and there are probably a lot more than five But these were the five things that immediately came to mind for me as I was trying to anticipate, you know, what does it take to build trust with my team? So here we go. Let's look at these five things. The first one is to simply see your team as human, right? I mean, this is one of those things that should feel obvious, but when I first assumed a management position as a young 20-something, I unintentionally viewed my team as contributors to my success 
rather than really seeing who they are as human beings. And you guys have probably heard me tell this story before, and so I won't re- retell it right now, but I, you know, I was so busy focusing on the goal and succeeding and accomplishing everything and wanting to prove myself because I was pretty young that I really didn't see my team as human beings first. I saw them as just part of, you know, everything I needed to accomplish the goal. Like I, and I, and I want, I, I mean, it wasn't completely like void of seeing them as human, but I didn't see them as human first. I really just saw them as part of the, the whole machine to make things happen. And so some painful lessons forced me to recognize that I needed to see people as human beings first. I needed to build that relational connection with people and I needed to see what mattered to them, what impacted them. I needed to show an interest in their families and the things that they were excited about. I needed to understand their personal hopes and dreams. You know, I once had a leader who I worked for for a number of years who never really asked me my hopes and dreams. And uh, I reflected on that in years, you know, years later. And I thought, you know what? I never really had a great relationship with that leader because I never felt like they really got to know me. Right. I was, again, part of, you know, part of just helping make everything happen for that organization that I served. But I really never felt known by my leader. And therefore, I didn't feel like we had a great level of trust. So seeing your team, seeing them as humans is so important because when we begin to see people as human and we seek to connect with them, we earn influence and we build relationships. And as a result, we earn their trust. So the first one, see people as human beings. Secondly, believe in them, right? Believe in them. Some of my greatest growth moments have occurred when someone believed in me. Those, you know, throw me in over my head in the deep end kind of moments. And I bet you've had these two, right? Where somebody uh, just kind of gave you this big project or gave you this big opportunity and kind of threw you into it. And at first you're a little mad, like you're a little frustrated because, you know, you can't believe that they would just dump this on you, but then you rise to the challenge. At least that's what has happened with me. Like I can recount numerous times when a boss gave me a project that really I was unqualified for, but their belief in me compelled me to rise to the occasion. And then their coaching and their support enabled me to succeed. And that's one thing we need to pay attention to here in this dynamic is when we believe in people, we've got to throw them in the deep end, give them a little bit more than they can really handle or more than they're qualified for, but then coach them, support them and help them succeed. Because when you do that, uh, you're giving them the, what I refer to as the gift of belief. It's one of the greatest gifts that any leader has ever given me is this gift of belief. See, we've got to see people's potential. We've got to identify it and then challenge them to rise to meet it. Your gift of belief will bring out their best and in doing so, you will gain their loyalty and their trust. When I reflect on the different leaders who have impacted me over the years, the ones who believed in me more than I believed in myself were the ones that have the greatest like uh, influence still in my life to this day, even though I don't see them very often, like my loyalty, my trust, like there are a couple of those leaders that, you know, they ask me to do anything. I would do it in a heartbeat because they believed in me so deeply and they gave me opportunities that allowed me to flourish and allowed me to succeed. So give people the gift of belief. Number three, if we want to earn trust, we've got to give trust. So when you want to build uh, uh, or earn trust with your team, you've got to choose to trust them. 
I believe a level of trust must immediately be given in all working relationships. And I often hear managers express that, well, trust must be earned. And, you know, I kind of push back on that and say, you know what, this person is a part of your team because they're a part of your team. They've earned a measure of your trust because, you know, they're for some, something on their resume, something in their work history caused you to hire them. And so they should have an element of trust just based on the fact that you chose them for the job. You chose them to be a part of the team. Something in your hiring process suggested that they should be able to be a great contributing member to the team. And so that should come with a level of trust. The process that led you to choose this person to be a part of your team uh, we, we must assume a measure of trust because of that process. So a key way to earn their trust is to trust them. Trust their experience. Trust their perspective. And I'm not suggesting blindly trusting people, right? But ask great questions with a spirit of curiosity rather than suspicion. Extend trust and you will earn trust. So extend trust and uh, assume the best out of people and in doing so, you will earn their trust. Number four, give them feedback. This one I think is a really big one because we earn trust from our team when we consistently give them feedback, both positive and negative. And that's important that both types of feedback are essential for building trust. The balance of both positive feedback and constructive criticism constructive criticism is important in earning trust. I'm sure some of you've had that leader who uh, was hypercritical and always kind of giving their constructive feedback, but never really giving you some positives. Well, you didn't trust them very well. And then others of you have probably had the boss who gives you a lot of positive feedback, compliments, but never really gives you constructive criticism. So then you're like, well, do I always trust everything they say because they're kind of the people pleaser. So they just kind of tell me what's good, but they don't really ever give me constructive feedback. And I know I can't be doing everything exceptionally well. So both uh, positive feedback and constructive criticism is essential to really earn the trust of your team. Your team needs to know that you will give them honest, helpful feedback that both inspires them and makes them better. That's, that is really what they want. They want to be both encouraged and challenged. So when they know they can count on you for this, you will earn their trust. And then number five, be self-aware. A self-aware leader has the emotional intelligence to both understand themselves and their team. This one's big. You guys hear me say all the time, what? Lead yourself well to lead others better. So self-awareness is so core, especially in relationship to building trust. Because when you're aware of what is motivating you, you can be more honest with your team, right? So that day that you come in and, you know, you're just a little off. Maybe there's some other problems kind of in the background that you need to handle. And uh, you're, you're kind of navigating that. And people can feel it. They can sense it. You know that you're a little impatient. You know that you're a little um, distracted. And so when those moments happen, a couple things need to happen. Either you name it to your team and you say, hey, guys, I know I'm a little distracted. I know I'm a little impatient today. And that's because I have some other things going on. May or may not make sense for you to disclose that. But you can at least acknowledge it and say, hey, I know I'm a little off. 
Or you might need to actually go, you know what, I need to go do something that's going to help me regroup so I can be more present and engaged. We don't want to use um, our self-awareness as an excuse to have a bad attitude or to be rude, right? But we need to use our self-awareness to either acknowledge it so we can let everybody know, hey, I know I'm a little off, here's what's going on, or to take a step back to regroup so that we can come in and be more prepared or more uh, engaged with our team. And so your self-awareness matters deeply because people feel it. They know when you're off. They know when you're not doing well. And we do not want to be those type of leaders that people are walking around on eggshells because they don't know what mood you're in. I mean, I've heard stories of people when they come into the office, they give one another signals as to how the boss is doing today. Like we do not want to be those leaders. We need to be self-aware. Uh, you, your team will trust you more when they trust your emotional state. When they know that they can, what to expect with your emotional state, they will trust you more. A leader who is unaware of how their emotions impact their team will quickly lose credibility and therefore not build trust. So we need you to be self-aware. So let's look at these five, again, really quickly, five things for building trust with your team. First is see them as human. Just remember, everybody on your team is human. They've got lots of things going on, so keep that in mind. Seek to connect with them, seek to relate to them, seek to understand them, build relationships, and you will earn trust. Number two, believe in them. Give them the gift of belief. See potential in them that they might not even see in themselves. But what a gift for you to draw it out, to acknowledge it, to coach them, and bring the best out of them. You'll earn their trust. Number three, trust them. Give them a measure of trust and then let them keep building on it, right? Trust them and you will earn their trust. Number four, give them feedback, both positive and negative. Make sure you're giving feedback that is uh, positive reinforcement of what's going well and constructive criticism about the things that need to improve. They will trust you when they can trust that you're giving them honest feedback. And then number five, be self-aware because we need you to lead yourself well, to lead others better because we want to be healthy, thriving leaders that are leading healthy and thriving organizations. So that's my thoughts for you today. That's just the things the concepts about building and earning trust that I think are so incredibly valuable for us as leaders. So give that some thought, be processing it this week, send me some questions. Maybe you're kind of navigating it and you're trying to figure out, okay, Jen, here's some questions that I have. You can email me at Jenny at getforesight.com and then stay tuned. We'll be back with an interview in a couple of weeks and uh, make sure that you're sharing this with friends and continuing to let us know how to make the podcast helpful for you because um, I'm loving doing it. And I hope you're enjoying it. So we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please email Jenny at podcast at get the number four site.com. If this content has helped you in any way, we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast. Your comments mean the world to us, so please rate and leave comments on our podcast. And remember, you need foresight for success. We will see you next time.